Welcome to Grounding Ascension, where we explore topics around activating and integrating our I am presence, coming back to our true selves. I am your host, Celeste Glus. Aloha, my friends, and welcome back. Today, I'm sharing with you a workshop that I just did this past weekend for our Divine Feminine Open House. And it was such a great feedback from the women that showed up that I just had to get it out to more of you. So we're going to be talking about tapping into the expanded version of your Divine Feminine and what exactly does that mean? So first things first, I do want to share my intention for this podcast and what I had created as more of a workshop setting. And that is for you to really explore what the divine feminine can feel like and look like and be like for you. So nothing I say is the truth all and all version of what divine feminine is. And so it's really important to understand that the ultimate truth of the divine feminine is she will never be defined. There will never be just one aspect of her that is known, meaning just one representation that encompasses all of her essence, all of her fragments and variations. So that's a really big thing for me right now because of my work with the Divine Feminine through these years and now being initiated in the birthing of this temple space and what that means for my archetypal representation of how the Divine Feminine is working through me. And that's really how this conversation began because I'm sort of in this state learning new tools and skills and tasks that I have to implement in order to continue birthing the structures for this temple space for Mubaran Temple and Lemuria Rose Temple. And oftentimes, I feel myself yearning for this kind of powerful, strong leadership energetic. And the first thing that comes to mind is, well, that's related to the masculine energy in our society. But the truth of the matter is, and I was so thankful to run into a workshop on feminine leadership and what that could possibly look like, realizing that that is a whole nother aspect of the feminine that hasn't even been explored or touched by many. It's something that at least I'm not seeing a lot of. And now I'm personally working with her to learn this aspect of the divine feminine. And so that's just my personal story at this time of my life. And I invite you to take a tune in, take a moment, maybe press pause and ask yourself, what does the divine feminine mean to you? And not only what does it mean, but how is she showing up? in your life. Now that's really important because how we feel her moving through us and taking shape in our reality 
will really define our relationship to her. So what does that even mean? Our ability to tap into her wisdom at certain times of our days and our months and our years depends on our ability to actually see her move through us, see her appear in our reality. And I believe that there's a big distortion nowadays in the collective of what the divine feminine means, what it actually looks like. And I feel that collectively there's this sort of boxed in image of what the divine feminine should look like. And to me, that doesn't fit into my representation of her. So if I only keep her in that collective definition of the divine feminine box that she's held in, I can only tap into that wisdom when I'm quote unquote in flow or wanting to feel soft or wanting to feel fully surrendered or wanting to wear a beautiful dress and focus on the beauty and elegance of life, right? Like that sort of subtle, silky, smooth, flowy, ocean waves kind of vibe, right? which is beautiful, sometimes maybe mysterious, lunar consciousness. But that is such a small representation of the divine feminine. And as my work with her deepens and my initiations continue, so does my relationship to her and the way that she's showing up in my life. And I believe this is important for all women in all ages to really understand that the divine feminine works through us from the day of our birth to the day that we exit and she shows up in different ways and when we tap into her she has a wealth of wisdom specifically to the moments and experiences and the age that we are living at that time so if you think about it in your young years you have the divine feminine codes of the white and the green meaning you're greening you have that innocence you have that purity that springtime essence the the flowering and the blooming right you're just like this beautiful innocent pastel colored essence right that's the divine feminine we're just talking archetypically right and then you go into the teenage years you begin to receive more of Perhaps the darker codes, right? Maybe rebellion, maybe wanting to fight, maybe anger, that frustration, which is none of those things are negative. It's just a way that the divine feminine declares her power, her sovereignty, her sacred rage in those moments. Then you move into the 20s and you are really sort of going back and springing into the complete essence of beauty and youth and attraction, right? And uh, the magnetics of what it means to be in a young and beautiful female physical body, right? So you have this young magnetism. But usually there's very little wisdom behind that. It tends to be more on the superficial because we're so young, right? We can can receive a lot of attraction and um, response from our reality around us, but it doesn't mean that it has 
true in-depth power. It's just starting to tap its toes into what beauty means and what attraction can do and what the codes of sexual magnetism can do. And then you move, and by the way, these this is like real basic, right? Like we all have our own life story and you can totally tap in. That's a really f- like nice exercise if you want to tap into like every decade and feel into, huh, well, I don't resonate with that in my 20s or 30s, but actually I feel maybe these codes came in or maybe she was teaching me this at that time, yeah? So I definitely invite you to to just play around with this for yourself. But then let's just pretend <laughs> and break it down. And then the 30s, you start to refine your role in the world, just just starting to refine, right? And starting to figure out what's important to you, what's not, maybe stepping into motherhood. And not only the motherhood in the physical sense of birthing a child, but how do I want to mother my life? How do I want to show up as a mother in my life? Meaning what what do I want to mother? What would I like to birth? Which is a whole new thing that I'm working on. And I'm so, so, so excited to uh, just plant the seeds on this podcast for this bigger thing that's coming. But really understanding that what we birth in this world is really, really important. And oftentimes that will often come in our 30s. And then 40s, really establishing the balance between everything we've just lived these past decades, bringing everything into balance, really receiving the fruit and the juice and the ripening of all of that we've planted and how we've showed up in the world. And then in the 50s, we start to go into the deep wisdom codes. We are initiated into adulthood, the true adulthood, and really tapping into those mysteries and holding that for the greater community right so so the divine feminine has so many so many facets of her being and I want us to just explore a little bit more outside of what you might typically think and why do I want you to do this because as I said before not only are you tapping into the wisdom if you can see her but she can actually support you in much deeper ways because as you see her, you acknowledge her, you can communicate with her, you can call her forth, okay? And let me give you an example. So a lot of times, for example, the Divine Feminine will show us the mysteries of grief or sacred rage or true power, power meaning the dark codes of boundaries and being able to go after something with absolutely nothing in your way that could ever possibly stop you. Like these to me are sometimes considered masculine traits in our world. And if you look into the deep wisdom of the feminine, you find that there are feminine archetypes and feminine goddesses that have always represented this in our history. So if you tap into her in those moments, you can actually tap into her wealth of wisdom and have her oversee that experience. So I hope this is landing for you. I'm going to give you a really, really practical example for me. Birthing this space, this temple space. I have had to really, really go deep into the dark 
feminine. And aside from the dark creation codes, more than that is tapping into the power of the goddess. And the power of the goddess means that she is willing to dive into anything that is needed in order to protect her seat of creation. She is willing to create the structures and the boundaries, just like a pregnant woman has her womb, her placenta is that boundary, right? She is responsible for creating all of that in order for her seed of life to grow. So these are all things that if you would have told me that two years ago, I'm like, oh yeah, that's balancing masculine, feminine, of course. To me, I'm now peeling these layers back and realizing, oh my God, because here's the thing. Before, I did think it was a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And I was very limited to the impact I was able to create within myself, in my own habits and responsibilities, and also around me. But once I realized that it was the divine feminine that was teaching me and showing me the way, I was like, oh, okay, this is something new. So I started to tap into her. I started to call her in. I started to ask her to guide me and teach me. And she did. And realizing that all of this is feminine. The ability to hold something so deep within and protect it with all of your might and create so much energy behind it is a huge part of the feminine mysteries. So that's just a really simple example that maybe I think is being very distorted with the whole essence of boss babe and women wanting to sort of be these leaders and yet they're kind of losing themselves in the distortion of the masculine whereas there's a huge potential for these women to actually tap into the dark goddess and tap into their feminine leadership which I have a whole new thing coming out around that I don't know when she's just guiding me through it, but just a little seed there for you that that's coming and it's profound and it works. So then this leads me to the original focus of our conversation, which is exploring your expanded version of the feminine. Maybe taking a moment to tune into your life and notice where you have perhaps not only shun her presence, but have decided that there are certain parts of your life that you need your masculine part, and instead realizing that it could just be that these are the parts of the feminine, or the parts of, better said, the lunar consciousness that you haven't yet tapped into. So I recommend, and we won't do this live unless you are super interested, I'm happy to record it. I recommend taking some time and dropping down into the womb space, a short meditation, and asking your womb, where have you not seen her in your life? Where have you called her something that she isn't where have you tried to put her in a box 
which is the last thing that the feminine can ever do or be done to her. And just get curious. Get curious about the different aspects of your life. Where are you? Most importantly, I always love to ask myself, where do I need guidance? Where do I feel like I'm not clear as to what the next step is or I'm having a difficult time with something or I'm being pushed towards something that doesn't actually resonate with me, but I don't know how to step forth in that. And at least for me, the feminine will always show me a new face of her, will show me a new way of tapping into her wisdom. And I'm going to leave you today with a few questions that I believe are fundamental when we are kind of swimming in the waters of the void of the unknown, which is the feminine, and really activating this in our lives and realizing why this is even important. Why do I even need to ask these questions? Um, Why is it important that I recognize the feminine moving through me, right? So some beautiful questions that have come to me are, what is it that you want to create, What is it that you want to actually birth into this world? And just even that concept of birthing, if we can really start to weave in the wisdom of the feminine, whether you're birthing a child or a business or a project or a collaboration, really going deeper and behind behind the the day-to-day, this is how we're going to do it, A, B, and C, right? More of the masculine approach. Okay, let's take out the whiteboard and let's just write steps one through 25. How am I going to birth this thing? And that's the beautiful thing about this process is that when we expand our horizon of the feminine, and I share this because this is exactly what I'm living, things that you never imagined possible or strategies, quote unquote, you could say, possibilities that weren't even available to you when you drop down information on that whiteboard or your notepad, they will start to come up. That's why it's so important because as women, we're here to birth something. We're here to create. And when we tap into this wisdom, genuinely, you won't have to do the ABC one, two, three route. Next question. Are you, or what is better said, your pleasure pain cycle? Or are you stuck in a pleasure pain cycle? And if you're not stuck, just getting curious about what is the pleasure pain cycle. And I talk about this in my book, but Mm, I also talk about this in the woman wisdom mentorship, really important. Just understanding when do you loop between pleasure and pain? Another one is where can you liberate yourself? So where are you actually holding yourself back because of fear, because you want to place or because not that you want to play small, but you just happen to be showing up smaller than you know you can in life. Where in life can you liberate yourself? If you feel yourself sort of 
completely surrendered on the land, like just literally being held by the waves of the ocean or by, by the sand, right? Where is it in your life that you can use a little bit more liberation, and ask the Divine Feminine to show up in those areas to support you in that. What does womb-centered living mean to you? That's a really, really big one. I feel like I could do a podcast on each one of these questions, but what does womb-centered living mean to you? What is body wisdom versus mind masculine mental energy living mean to you so what does it mean like to live an embodied life as opposed to a more strategized mental strategic life what does that feel like and if that's something that you don't really feel like very embodied in your life how can you call on the divine feminine to help you support you in that sense? If you don't feel embodied, there's parts of the feminine, whether it's the dark goddess, right? Like we spoke about maybe the, the essence of holding your power or rage or declaring to the world your expression of your liberated self, right? Or just, I mean, there's so many ways to go about this. So what does an embodied life mean to you? What does magnetic magic versus physical effort mean to you? And then lastly, how is it that you want to live? Like, that's a big one, right? Like, how is it that you actually want to live your life? What calls you in this embodied magnetic magical essence of the feminine powerful essence grounded and rooted in her being so i hope some of this has landed for you if any of this kind of conversation tickles or calls on your curiosity the woman wisdom mentorship is now open the self-study version is always available but this round of live calls is currently open and I would love to have you join us. We go into so much of the work that is required for us to really tap into this deeper aspect of the feminine, the more expanded version of the feminine and I'll leave a link below for that and dear friends until next time I will speak to you soon. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. If you could leave a review or just share it with other women or men in your life. And I will see you soon. Mwah.